Welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of Grace. We're located at 524 East Pasadena Street, Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. That is Pacific time. Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Saturdays at 11.30 p.m., You'll find us on 99.5 FM on your radio dial or KKLA.com for those that are outside of the Los Angeles basin. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. We're going to go on and go forward into the Bible study this evening. My prayer is that you have had a wonderful day. If you had a bad hair day, you're not alone. And that doesn't mean that, that to minimize what you may have been dealing with or what you're dealing with right now. I wanna encourage you and remind you that he is still on the throne. He's still sovereign. And sometimes it may not seem like it, it may not feel like it, but he is God. To the only wise God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness and grace for watching over and keeping us throughout this day. Lord, you know and understand the struggles that your people are dealing with and situations that, that have caught some off guard and others that have built up. Lord God, but you're still in charge of everything. And, and you said that you would not put more on us than what we could bear. We know that it applies specifically to your people. You're concerned. For you, you've spoken and said, I would that you would prosper and be in hell, even as your soul prosper. Most of we know that you're concerned about the welfare, the well being of each individual. I pray and ask that you would bless your people to remember and retain your word, Lord God, and to find joy, Lord Jesus, places and areas that. Sometimes we we let them slip by us, Lord God, but we know that your word says that your joy is our strength. Your joy is our strength. And so we rely on you. We're dependent upon you, Lord God, to keep us during the challenges, to help us, Lord God, to meet oppositions, to help us, Lord, to be wise. Lord God, not to be foolish, but to be wise. Lord Jesus, to speak the right things at the right time. And when there's nothing to be said, to hold our peace. Lord, bless your people, Lord, each one under the sound of my voice with the requests that have been made. Lord God, and we pray and ask that you would bless us as we go into your word. Help us, Lord God, to have understanding. Help us, Lord God, to apply what we hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, I want to thank you for joining the online service of the Cornerstone of Grace. 
If you're looking for a church home, growth ministry, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and be blessed with us. We're in the book of Genesis. We're in the book of Genesis until we are not. Touching what is referred to as the law of particularization, moving from the general to the particulars, the universal earth, man, and spirit. You know, we are spirit beings. Uh, we're touching the creation and a principal person who is the cosmological, the cause of all things and the designing mind behind everything. Again, greeting to all the saints of the Most High God. You know, the word, the term, or the endearment, I like to think of as an endearment, an endearing term, saints comes from sanctification. And God has called us to be sanctified, yes. It says, the Bible tell us plainly, Lord was speaking to Moses and he, he told him, let the children of Israel know that, that without holiness, be ye holy for I am holy. And so we're holy unto the Lord. We're holy unto the Lord. And so, you know, I've had some discussions and we've been talking about what God calls his people. What God called his people, not what man not what politicians, not what anyone else, because have determined to call you. But what has God called you? You know, it extends even to uh, the what they refer to as the fivefold ministry. And he gave uh, he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some teachers for the perfecting of saints, some pastors, you know, there are five titles, there are five gifts that are named. Uh, these do not, these gifts supersede anything that you can think of. I, I don't care how, how you climb the academic ladder, it doesn't supersede what God has called his, uh, those that are gifted in certain areas, the gift. Is the gift, the gift that God has given, and he gave it for a particular reason, and we should never ignore or overlook the reason that God gave the gifts, and that is for the perfecting of the saints. It is for edifying till we all come to the statue of the man Christ Jesus. I want to be like you, Lord. That should be our heart's desire. I heard the psalmist say, teach me your ways. Uh, teach me your word. Teach me your law. I, I'm going to meditate in your word day and night so that I'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in its season so that my leaves don't wither and whatever I do is going to prosper because I'm applying your word. Now, applying God's word embodies the way we act how we behave in public, in private, at work, at school. It embodies all of that. Uh, the Bible tells us that Daniel, when they looked at Daniel and the observation that they made, the Bible says that he had an excellent spirit. 
had an excellent spirit. He was applying the word of God, even though he was in captivity, a predicament that he did not want to be in, separated from family, put into a labor force and told that if he didn't study and learn all that they, the Chaldeans wanted him to learn, that he would miss out on the opportunity to stand in the presence of the king to even approach him because at that point, those that did not make it, those that didn't study, those that did not, they had other, other jobs assigned to them. But God brought Daniel in favor because of Daniel's heart. His heart was to seek the Lord and to do what was right in the sight of God. But we're in the book of Genesis. Genesis, the, the ninth chapter, beginning at the first verse. It says, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air and upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea into your hands have are they delivered. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. Even as the green earth have I given all things. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, ye shall ye not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hand of every beast will I require it. And at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of a man. Whoso shedded man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. And you, 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 who's under the sound of my voice, they hear what I'm saying right now, you, be fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. As a thought this evening, God needs you, but you need him more. Now, I believe Noah had this testimony. Now, uh, Peter, Elder Peter, Apostle Peter, uh, talks about uh, being kept by the power of God. It's kept by the power of God. We are and can be and will be kept by the power of God as long as we remain friends with God. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. The word bless is associated with holiness, meaning uh, it has been set aside. It's been set aside. It's been consecrated for a particular purpose. 
you should consider yourself. Are you blessed? If you say I'm blessed, then, uh, then I, I believe that you're saying that I am holy unto the Lord, that, that I'm set aside, I'm consecrated unto him for a particular purpose. Mankind was blessed. Man was associated with holiness, set aside for a particular purpose from the very beginning. So God created man, this is, this is Genesis 1 and 28. So God created man in his own image. He created him in his own image. But we know God is a spirit. The Bible tells us they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So he created them in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So there, there was a lot of thought put there. How am I going to make male and female? As far as we know, these are the first two humans that are established or to be established on what we call planet Earth. And so God didn't just willingly decide to do something, but there was design. There was a thought put into the creation. I'm going to create them in my own image. And God blessed them. He blessed them. He, he set them aside, consecrated. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. However, we know and understand that sin, sin took Adam and Eve's innocence and blessedness. It ought just as it has taken ours. We were born in sin, shaping in iniquity. Uh, we're guilty because we've been tainted by the actions of our predecessors, our forefathers. We've been tainted by the sin of another. But, but that's all right. It's okay. Because God had already made provision for you and I. He had already made provision for humanity. John said, I saw, behold, I saw a lamb that had been slain before the foundation of the world. Sin took Adam and Eve's innocence and blessedness. Your enemy is sin. Sin is your enemy. Sin. And the one who orchestrated a plan to deceive Eve. Sin is your enemy. Uh, that characteristic. The Bible tells us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. It, it didn't say if that person was righteous or unrighteous. It didn't say if they were saint or sinner. If they are your neighbor. Uh, who's my neighbor? The one that you pass by, the one that you're standing next to, the one that you in the store that you've never seen before. You know nothing about them. And there still should be some love in your heart for them.
because God loves them. We're not talking about the action. We're talking about the person. You can love the person and dislike the action that's being carried out. As a matter of fact, maybe you, you've heard someone say this. Maybe you've been a recipient of these words where maybe you were doing something incorrectly, doing something wrong, misbehaving, being mischievous, and someone said you're better than that. They talked about the action. That's what they were talking about. You, you know better. They brought, they, they reminded you that you are better than what you're, than how you're acting out. Genesis 7 and 23 says, and every living substance will, uh, was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man, cattle, creepy thing, and the fowls of the heaven, and they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. Those are the only people that were alive. Now we know why, because Noah obeyed God. Noah was righteous. Noah found grace in his, in his sight, just like you're seeking uh, to find grace in his sight. Uh, God was paying attention to Noah. God needs you, but you need God more. God instructed Noah to be fruitful and multiply and replenish. If you or I need you to, to, uh, to give some thought to this. Give some thought to this and what you have done in the past. Because the Lord told them to be fruitful. Uh, produce much. Have good results be productive, be fertile, capable of, of producing. Tell them to multiply. That means repeat a process, a specific number of times, repeatedly. Get it, reach for it, make quantity of it. And he said to replenish, to do it again and again. Restore, restock. Whatever you have that you have uh, produced, that you have multiplied with, and, and when you uh, give some to someone else, then you're going to restock that. Because you're going to share what you have because you have enough to do that with. You have enough to share it with. Some of you grew up learning this principle, be fruitful, multiply, replenish. It may not have been those words, but you were instructed and you, uh, and that characteristic stuck with you. And then there are those that, that scratching their head even right now saying, well, how do I uh, produce more than what I have? How do I multiply what I, and you know, uh, how do I replenish? They're, they're still trying to figure it out. Some are, are doubting that they could even do it. But God said to do it. But God said. And so if he said it, then it is possible to be done. Now, there are those that 
follow this principle. They believe what was said. Matter of fact, they feel entitled. And usually when we talk about someone feeling entitled, they, uh, it, it's, it's used in a negative way. But, but here, I want you to feel entitled. It, 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 we're not using this in a negative uh, contrast. It, you should feel entitled. You, you should feel that, that you should be fruitful. I, I didn't say sit around and say, man, I, I, I wish I was uh, better off today than what I was. I don't see myself being fruitful right now. No, think of yourself. The Bible says such as a man thinketh, so is he. So see, there's something wrong with our thinking. And until we change the thought pattern, then we walk in circles and we keep doing the, the same thing over and over again. And we walk with that feeling that, well, I just can't, I can't do it. The thing that has stopped many of us has been ourselves. We have been the enemy, not the devil. The devil hindered me. No, no. Your thinking hinders you. The devil don't have to do anything if, if you're already thinking that way. He gone to someone else. But you, you hinder yourself. Instead of having a, I can do it, you know, we'll quote it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me and do very little. Or maybe you don't use that at all. Such as a man thinking. How, what, what is wrong with our thinking? Don't blame it on your mom. Don't blame it on your dad. Let the Bible tell us that when we come to the light, walk in it. So there is already a realization. There's already awareness because I know that as uh, the, the presiding pastor that I have taught and talked and, and, and preached and teach. I've hit all of these areas before. Stop. All right. The thing that has stopped many of us has been ourselves. We have been the enemy. Not the devil. Not the person next to you. If you don't like the way someone is treating you on the job, who told you that you had to stay there? Uh, maybe you uh, might have to endure that for a little while. While you better yourself for uh, for another opportunity. But you don't have to stay if you don't like your income and you want to increase your income and there's opportunity to do it. Then why not? But if you're thinking a certain way, then you're going to act that way. And after a while, that thinking and those actions become your character and it's, it becomes continuous. So we have to break that. We have to change it up. We have to change it. You need God. You need God. And you need to follow what he says. Now, remember on Sunday, the, the message was, do you believe the gospel? So here we are talking about the word of God and what, what God has established for us prior to our birth. Now, Hebrews 3 and 19 is clear that everyone did not uh, go into the promised land. 
everyone did not believe and therefore they missed out. So there are some things that you're missing out on right now because of the way you think. So are you going to change your thinking? Will you change the way you think? Not just for not just for this moment, but you have to it has to be an effort that is continuous. It, it, because just like you continuously thought with negativity, uh, you have to continually think with positivity. You know, we overcome evil with good. And so you have to continue thinking. Such as a man thinketh, so is he. I can do this. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to press. And it becomes easier. It becomes easy. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fish of the sea into your hands are they delivered. Now, God brought a certain fear upon uh, the animals. He preserved humanity by placing a fear of man upon the animals, the beasts, the birds, the insects, the creepy things, whatever was slithering, you know, whatever was was around, including the, uh, the ocean life as well. This fear was not necessary in the garden until Adam changed the environment because of his self-gratification. We change the environment because of self-gratification. If Adam had obeyed what God had instructed him, but we'll never know because we don't see, we will not see the results of that until an appointed time. There's an appointed time coming because of the second man, Adam. The second man, Adam. You have to read through Corinthians um, after you've figured out some of the other things that I've asked you to figure out and to look at and to study upon. But the second man, Adam. The Bible says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Genesis 6 and 8. Now, this grace saved him. And by grace, are we saved? Now, some would say it's through the work of Christ. And we, we don't work and do anything. We're not saved by works. But you are saved in obedience. 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 Obedience is better than sacrifice. And rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Your obedience. God needs you but you need him more. He wants you to be in the next move, the next move. Uh, see, this was the move that uh, God looked at the conditions of man. Man was violent. He was corrupt. He was doing all type of uh, things that, that really God did not appreciate. And so a flood came and eight souls were saved. In the next move, of God in the next move. The Bible said few there be saved. And, and so you want to be part of the few and you want to be in the next move of God, such as Noah, who was in the ark of safety. 
and was able to uh, deal with the flood. And the next move will be in uh, also in our arc of safety. God needs you, but you need him more. Genesis 1, 27 through 28 says, so God created man in his own image and in the image of God created he, male and female created he them and God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. That has not changed. That order went out. It didn't change. It did not change. The Lord cursed the ground for man's sake. It, it brought forth thorns and thistles. For him to be fruitful and multiply, God didn't take it back and say, well, you know, because of what you did, you, you're not going to be fruitful. You're not going to multiply. You're not going to replenish the earth. No, no that didn't change. Now, God could have created an angelic host, but he established a successful at will option beginning with Adam and Eve and now Noah and the, even more importantly, you. He could have created legions of angels, more than what we could even imagine exists. I, I, there's innumerable angelic beings. But God has something in mind. He had something in mind, something special. So see, there, uh, the purpose, which you hear right now, has a particular purpose. That's why I keep telling you that, that God needs you. There's a particular purpose in mind. But to fulfill that purpose, you must understand that you need him more. Enoch walked with God. Noah walked with God. Now these are two individuals that we read about who was saved. Enoch walked with God. I remember growing up and hearing about how Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. And then we, I recently learned, maybe you already knew this, but I recently learned that he was the first preacher that preached the coming of the Lord with 10,000, add a lot of S's there, of the saints. Coming back with those who God has called saints and Noah Noah walked with God and God locked him in a boat after he had built it Noah build a boat yes Lord Noah build a boat while people was laughing at him Noah built a boat while people talked about him. Noah built a boat while being criticized. Mrs. Noah helped, his sons helped, I believe their wives helped 
but it was because they were following their husband. They were following, she was following her husband, the children was following, uh, his adult children was following him. And they were saved because he had good fellowship with God. And they saw it. They didn't make fun of him. They, they believed him. They understood something about their dad. And they followed him. The fellowship was good that Enoch had with God. Holy Ghost. The fellowship was good that Noah had with God. How's your fellowship this evening? Is it good? Is it good? You should be able to say, yes, it is good. Matter of fact, and it's nothing wrong with you saying, you know what? I'm going to make it better. I want a better walk with God. I want a closer walk with him. That's fine. That's fine. We do that with our friends. We do that in our natural work where we, we enjoy the, the company of someone and we get we become closer to them. God has chosen to repopulate and to repopulate, populate his kingdom with willing vessels. Mm -hmm. That's what God needs you. But you need him more to make this happen. I did say willing vessels, did I? I did say willing vessels. Okay, willing vessels, willing vessels. This is why he needs you and the impact you bring as a result of a good relationship, complete deliverance, and a testimony that we share with others. God saved me. What do you mean he saved me? He delivered me. I realized that I was unrighteous, that all my righteousness and everything I was doing and, you know, my self-justification, which... Uh, was nothing compared to his. And I realized that. And, and so I, I began to walk with him because I wanted to be better. Psalms 8, 1 and 9. Y'all share your testimony with someone. I, I'm not talking about all the gory details. I'm not talking about the details of, of everything because everything everyone can't handle or don't need to know. But just a testimony. You know, I, I was... I was at the uh, American's Tire store um, where they, they blessed me with a free tire. I had a blowout in the rain and had to change a tire to, to try to expedite and get out the rain. And so my tire, they was took it to, to the tire people. They could not fix it. Uh, I took it to the closer tire shop, American Tires uh, in by the house in Corona. And and for those that are listening, um, right there off of uh, Compton and Ontario, and they could not repair it. And they said, you know what? We're going to give you a brand new tire. And Michelin tires are not, the, they're pretty pricey. And so they, they gave me a free tire. I didn't buy the tires from there, uh, but they, as a courtesy, as a blessing, bless me with a free tire. And so if you're in the, <laughs> if you're in the Corona area and you go by American Tire, tell them that Pastor Carl Henderson uh, recommended them 
Um, and they did a lot of good favors and courtesy for others as I was sitting there waiting and reading. But listen, the Bible says in, in Psalms, Psalms 8, 1 and 9, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thy enemy, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars, when I'm looking at all this awesomeness of you, your sovereignness, which you ordained, you established this. What is man that thou mindful of him? Who, who is this creature? What is man that you're so mindful of him, that you love him so much? And the son of man that thou visitest him. You go to, you spend time with them. What's up with that? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. See, God, look how God feel about you. you. You may not have looked at yourself in the mirror and thought this, but, but look, take another look. You've been crowned with, with glory and honor. It's visible to, to it, it's, it's not trapped. It is not as transparent as you might think it is. It is visible in the kingdom of God and to the inhabitants there. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of your hands and has put all things under his feet, all sheep, oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowls of the air and the fish of the sea and whatsoever passes through the path of the sea, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. His name is excellent because we talk about his name. We give him praise. We give him glory, honor. We worship him. And we are the work of his hands. It is the Lord that have made us and not we ourselves. We're the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. We provide a praise that no one else, none of the seraphims can give to God. I remember as a, a young person being taught this and we thought we was really singing a, a really rocking Daniel as a young choir member, you know, going to Sunday school and the youth choir. And we sing, God gave me a song that the angels cannot sing then the tenors i was washing the blood of the crucified one i've been redeemed and then the altos and the lord has been so good to me no one else can sing and give god a praise like you can because of what god has brought you out of because of what god is doing. You're a free-willed individual that's saying yes to the Lord, that recognizes that 
God, you, you need me. You created me because you had purpose for me. But I need you more. I need you. I need you. I, I, I need you because I know that, that there is more to this, more to me as an individual, just, it, just by understanding myself, not trying to understand everyone else. I'm not trying to dissect the, 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 my neighbors, the community, the, the city, the nation, the world. I'm dissecting myself and I understand that I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Uh-huh. I, I am I am so when it I, you can't put a price on, on me. And you can't put a price on yourself when you stop and think about what God has invested in you. And that woo, Holy Ghost feel fire baptized. Got Jesus on my mind. Doing a good work. Lifting him up. Praising him for all that he's done, pouring myself back out. God bless me. I'm blessing him back. And that's what we do. We are a praise in the earth. We're praise in the earth. God needs you. You need him more. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this short exhortation. We thank you, Lord, for all of those that have joined in and, and listened to your word this evening. Lord God, and so we pray and ask that you would bless them to retain it, apply, Lord God, Lord, apply your word in their lives. Lord, bless them to lay it on thick, spread it evenly everywhere. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. For what you have done, we thank you for what you are going to do. Lord, we pray and ask that you would bless your people, Lord God, as they live according to your word. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, bless, Lord God, the unspoken requests and the requests that have been made known. We thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, whom we pray and ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Lord, we know that, that you need us. We're of your heart's desire. Lord God, you knew and formed us even before our parents met. Lord God, but we need you more. We want more of you. We want better understanding. Lord God, we want to apply ourselves according to your will. Lord Jesus, we, we want to be what you're calling us to be. As your word says, be ye holy for I am holy. Lord God, help us to live a life that is pleasing in your sight. To present ourselves as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto you. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost. Rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Tell somebody about the broadcast. Invite someone to join in so that they can be blessed as well. Thank you, Jesus.